Hi everyone and welcome to today's podcast in this Tri-State edition. In today's interview, we are hosting Charles Merritt, who is a photographer based in Lagos. And you know, there's just so much that he's going to be telling us about today on our topic. So before we dive in, Charles, please can you introduce yourself? Okay, hello everyone. Um, my name is Charles Ofihanoa, aka Charles Merritt. Um, I like to believe I'm a visual artist and I use photography to tell stories and express myself. I'm based in Lagos and yeah, I'm originally from a state. Oh, are you serious? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Charles, for that very brief introduction. So um, we're heading right into it on today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about mobile photography, right? So we're talking about okay. the evolution of mobile photography and possible threats it presents to photographers today. Um, so first, before okay. we begin to ask any questions, what do you think today's topic is going to be on? What do you think we're trying to discuss? Um, I, I think it's an interesting topic, so it has a lot to it. Uh, I think you will want to discuss today, we want to discuss, um, you know, how it disrupted the industry. We want to discuss, you know, its relevance and we want to discuss, you know, like its effect on, you know, on the industry generally. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank I think you. we are right into it, yeah. Yeah, 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 on the right track, yeah, on the right track. So, first question, what do you understand by mobile photography? Okay, um, I think simply put together, mobile photography is simply phone photography. So, it's the act of taking pictures with your phone, your phone camera. So, I think as simple as that, yeah, that's what it means, taking photographs, you know, making images with your phone camera. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the word iPhoneography a lot of times. I've seen the word Exactly, word. yeah. It's, it's a very catchy word and it's also kind of funny. But yeah, mobile photography. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I So I, I think like iPhoneography, it's, it's basically... For, um, people use this iPhone, the Apple products for, you know, to take pictures. So it doesn't like really cover like if you're using an Android phone, you can't call yourself an phonographer if there's anything like that. But like more photography covers or you know covers all ground irrespective yeah. of the brand you are using. Yes, you know, as long as you are using a mobile phone to take pictures, so you are doing mobile photography. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's very true. That's very true. So I think you already talked a little bit about, you know, what your focus is as a photographer, but can you, you know, let's um, back up a bit. So when you became a photographer, first of all, can you tell us when you ventured into photography? And at that time, was mobile photography a thing? Did it, was it really, you know, did it exist okay. then? Okay, I started photographing professionally in 2014, I guess, I'm very sure. 2014, I started making images professionally. Okay. You get so means that I started wearing the tag, the photographer, and that was like my excuse um, for pushing my passion. So that was what I, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was, I think 2014 was the official year that I could, you know, 
like tell people that I was a photographer, could like look mm-hmm. to my parents' face and say, you know, this is what I am. And at that time, to be honest, I think uh, mobile photography was it in Bonito. Yeah, I don't know about the outside world, but here it was really catching up. But then it was only restricted to iPhoneography, like we talked. It was really restricted to iPhone users. So okay. then we had a lot of like a lot of attention were on people who were making great images with phone. And to to a lot of people, like it was, it wasn't common, you know. We used to mm. see images people take by take with iPhone, and so to us back then, I remember people would think that you are a genius to make such images. And I remember <laughs> 2014 clearly, even before 2014, yeah. even before 2014, at 2013, 2012, I was using my phone back then. Funny enough, I was using my phone. It was a very small Nokia phone. It was, okay. I won't really say it's a smartphone. It was like just mm-hmm. the basic Nokia phone. Then I could not stay. I remember if I take pictures, I will have to like convert them to black or white because okay. that's the only way they can retain life, you know, yeah. within themselves. And yeah. that's, how, that's the only way they can, you know, exhibit a little bit of quality. So it was already a thing then. We had, mm-hmm. we had, little, we had few names, even in Nigeria. I remember then. Instagram did a feature on one of Nigeria top uh, documentary photographer, okay. Andre Sibo. Like he has like huge following on Instagram. I think something somewhere around like eighty k or so, and okay. every pictures on his on his page were taken with his iPhone, uh, with his iPhone. And I worked with him for two years, so wow. I saw how he uses his iPhone. Tom Sata. They were like a lot of mobile. I think mobile photography was on the rise then, like yeah. on like now. It was just coming and up. Then, so, and then, it, it didn't, yeah, it was just coming up then. And he, I, there were not a lot, like the technology was quite limited. So for you to make great images with your phone camera means that you, you, you know, you, you have, you, you are gifted. So that was what people believed in. You are gifted to be able to use your phone to you know, make great images. Unlike now where um our cameras like the camera phone these days they have this ai integrated on them they can easily read light you know they can they easily understand like temp weather temperature and everything and they color balance for you immediately yeah so So it wasn't really that way yeah so then the technology wasn't so smart so you needed a lot of creativity smart, exactly yeah. yeah you needed a lot of creativity that's why it seems much like you know what's exactly. going on at least yeah it just seems mm, like, yeah so so if you if you happen to create yeah if you happen to create like an awesome image like an image that get people wild and everything so people really respect you mm-hmm. because most people have the same phone then but mm-hmm. they can't even attempt to create something, something that dope. I, I totally understand. So, but now, like, yeah. Okay. Um. Thank you very much for that. So, mm. how do you think mobile photography has evolved in the past five years? I think we've talked a little bit on that. So, yeah. You, you mentioned about technology, AI, and all of that. So, can you go a little bit in depth in that? How do you think the technology of mobile photography has evolved over the past year? Okay, um, I, th- I think it's 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 more like um, it's it's natural to so every industry. There's like always room for like development. There's always room for improvement. And smartphone, I think smartphone has like has like the fastest development, you know, in, in technology. Yeah. So looking at the way they've like disrupted almost every industry. 
and how fast the thinkers, how fast the people, the innovators are working on that industry. So we've seen improvement, like ma major improvements yeah. on cameras, on smartphone cameras. You're talking about that AI I talked about. Now people can easily like point their surface camera on them and it easily just blur the background, mm. you know, and people point the camera, there's these beauty features on most phones, even like low budget phone that mm -hmm. kind of smoothing your face a bit, lighting it up a bit and all that. So we've had that like improvement and we've had cameras now can easily like interpret colors. They can interpret, you know, they can interpret lights, they can interpret mm -hmm. shadows and a little bit of, they pay attention to details. Now we have phones with three cameras in their back. Yeah. So whereby you can like switch <laughs> for portrait mode, you can do your wide angle. You know, this is like, these are like basic um, improvements we've seen technically, yeah. you know, on, on the mobile photography. People can do a lot. Now they're like, because back then, I remember then, if you take pictures, there were not enough professional editing uh, um, apps for mm. you to like work with your pictures. You know, the basic ones were back then were like for you to make collage, for you to add a sticker to your picture, yeah. you know. But now we have a lot of apps, even even for social media sharing platform like Instagram, they are, they are like mini editing, they're like little <laughs> editing, tweaking <laughs> like you can do to your pictures. Yes. So, yeah, so, this, so these are like little improvements that I've noticed, you know. Okay, okay, that's very true because, um, you know, since the technology is so smart now, it means that people don't even yeah. need to be that, you know, they don't need to know so much about photography to be able to use the phone because the phones will pretty much almost do everything. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So I, to I totally understand yeah, that. Exactly. And I, 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 so think that that's, I think that's why, that. that's why they call like AI, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do a lot of thinking for it's a doing lot, a lot of, of thinking. So, yeah. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. Okay, so has this evolution been of good effect to photography as a whole? all these different technological evolutions we're talking about. Okay, um, to be honest, like when you really think of it, like in the... broad, you can't really like the exact impact, or you can't really see like the exact impact that it has done. But one way or the other, I think, like this is like my personal opinion, yeah. I think it has made people, not just photographers, it has made people appreciate photography, you know, especially on the commercial side. So meaning that people don't just call photographers because they want to take selfies, unlike many years ago where people, you know, call you and, you know, tell you tell you to take pictures of them for like 100 naira or so just because, <laughs> you know, when something is not happening to them. So these days, like, the phone can easily do that. And yeah. so for instances where you need photographer for for most most cases where you will need a photographer are you know are events where they are very important to your occasions where you really really need the photographer so it's not it's not really a question of i just want to take photo these days it's about i want to take photo because of this because of that so some i think like on that commercial side it has like elevated you know the use and the what photography really means on that side to the average person and i think yeah i think it has it hasn't really made any impact yeah i can't really like pinpoint that this is what it has done yeah. except maybe you except we want to talk about how photographer has used smart photography you know to aid you know photography 
because mm. you it, it really helps like for people some people uses these things i've seen photographer who build like their phone their mobile uh, photography portfolio because it's not all scenarios now not the commercial side like let's talk about street photographers yeah talk about documentary photographers so there are, there are instances where you just want to take pictures you know you want to be like spontaneous and all and it's easier to grab your phone and not really draw much attention to yourself so yes. we've seen it being that beneficial to you know street photographers documentary photographers and and for some photographers who just want to experiment so sometimes someone like me i see the way this probably i see sunlight or i see the way the sun rays like you know i see his relationship with like maybe a tree an object or something so i might not in that point get my camera to see what it looks like but I'm, i can i can pull out my phone and look at what what that light means to that object and see the relationship and just use it to like more like study so i use my own phone camera i end up i might not even i might end up not taking a picture but just mm-hmm. opening my camera to you know see how these things work experiment with couple so that could just be like like very tiny yeah like like very tiny impact i can say it has made oh, okay but the okay. grand scheme of things i can i don't think it has done it anything was... like what what wow yeah okay okay that that makes a lot of sense so you even talked about you know differences in photography and different kind of photography so people are not you know just that, for yeah. any kind of selfie or any even not so basic portrait photos so they are looking more at in depth you know an entire photo shoot so to say something that is more defined, exactly like yeah photo shoot you know you have a baby shower you have a graduation so well, exactly that's value for it it's not just any kind of photography right yeah okay so how do you think or how can someone best differentiate a photo taken by a mobile phone and one that was taken by a professional camera okay um i think we have to like first so for look at the image like technically okay spot like when they now when it comes to like stretching the images you know the numbers of pieces because every image is every image is made up of pieces right so yeah. tiny tiny pieces that are made up um images and the professional camera tends to have more pieces record more pieces to form an image than a mobile phone so when you have scenarios where you have to stretch the images let's let's say you want to print it on like billboard or you want to like exhibit your images and you are printing like on big canvas and all so the your phone photography might likely not you know retain the same quality when you know stretched so but your um your camera can and in terms of even in the interpretation i understand that like with the old market um blah 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 that these phone companies are pushing they will always want to make everybody believe that their phone cameras have attained the same quality as you know professional but until you take them to the feed you know the way the way the camera interprets colors the way the camera you know um sees color still far different from the way phone does so meaning like most of the time there are like strengths and weakness for phone cameras so there are like places you take the phone camera to like you take them to certain light settings 
and they just you just see that they are phone cameras like they can't really do more than you know being a phone camera so and you take a professional camera there and he does a lot he does a lot of reading and all but again advancements you know advancement these days we've seen phone camera like I, I think I read one time last year or so I think Samsung or Huawei was working with one lens company Zeiss mm-hmm. so these are people who do most of the lenses we use for camera yeah so if you are working with these people directly it means that probably they will attain that level of quality you know but when you going back to the question when you see an image you can't really tell like depending on what camera one phone camera they used so if you mm-hmm. use let's say um like the the highest like the number one on the huawei flagship or the google pixel camera and you need to take a picture and you post it on instagram and somebody use a camera you might likely not uh, probably until when they put it on you know on the bigger screen or where they mm-hmm. print it then you can easily you know see maybe notice little little differences yeah i i totally agree because i think one major thing i've noticed about phone cameras for me it's all about you know the kind of shoots that you are looking at so maybe for ah, exactly. shoots or even some landscape shoots it may not be so obvious that you are using a phone but when you get into shooting things in high definition in like hdr or taking like yeah need like a fisheye lens or you need to, you know there are certain yeah. kinds of shoots that and then again like the, yeah yeah and and sorry to cut in yeah. and there are like tricks we use there are tricks we do with our camera that mm-hmm. we've seen phone attempts but yeah. it can't really like produce there's this thing we call long exposure so okay. it's like a, um, it's like a trick where you you make your camera record a particular scene or a particular mm-hmm. light yeah. for a very long time yeah. let's say like the normal camera like the normal camera set is like for daylight like this you click it and it clicks like maybe like one tenth of a second or something yeah, like the shutter speed is very high very so the shutter speed is always fast yeah. so but in long exposure is a you know is a process where you allow your camera record for long so you do this mostly in the night so mm-hmm. that's why you see people take pictures in the night and it's super clear like they use it for cityscape mm-hmm. for landscape so we'll see camera trying to see the, even iphone and others you know trying to like use and that for their that. marketing yeah yeah but to be honest we've not seen anything that comes close to you know what, what a camera phone can do, can do. yeah what yeah. is yeah what so is like the, the phone has is i think phone phone camera like phone camera will always not just now no matter the advancements phone camera will always have like their limits you know they will have their place and their uses mm-hmm. and the camera will always be being the first tool for photography will always like encompass all sides of photography yeah Okay, I, t- I totally agree. And I think the biggest one for me is that professional cameras shoot raw images, right? So you have all these details that you can work yes. with when editing rather than most phone, phone cameras that just shoot as, you know, JPEG yeah, or JPEG. But we've seen, we've seen phone camera promising, sorry, we've seen phone camera promising the same thing. They so most raw. of the time, like, if I, if I, yeah, they're, they're promising raw. I've, I've read an article where they're promising raw. And it's, I'm not even surprised. It's something that they can do, you know? Because, like, this is, like, end product. So mm. instead of making the image, they will just record the details with the image. That's exactly what raw is. Yeah. So details to tweak with, to play with. So I think if if, if anybody's going to bank on 
the professional camera, it's not really like on the technical strength. Mm. It's going to be on the relationship that this camera, you know, this tool has with the users over the years. You know, like, do you really want to shoot a wedding with your phone? <laughs> you know, like, so <laughs> this, are, I think that's going to be like, yeah. So these are going to be like the strengths, not on the technical side, because to be honest, when you, I remember it at the point, one of the major um, differentiators between those two tools were, you know, the ISO, the ISO. Mm, yes. So people like the camera can like, you know, can take pictures. In. But if you look at the Google Pixel, I think that was, that's like their latest phone. Mm. It can take picture in like very low light and still produce awesome results. So you yeah. can't really bank on like on this technical stuff, on the technical strength, but I think on the relationship between you know, the sitters, people will look at, who view these things between the users, the photographers, and the subjects. I think, like, camera has done so well in, like, having that culture, that tradition. So, they, they will definitely, there will be need for, like, huge shifts for somebody to pay a photographer for probably their wedding, and you come along just with your phone. You know, they have to be, like, a huge shift for not just you, the photographer who is coming with the phone, but for the clients. And every other person who will witness there. So people are going to be surprised. Are you going to be taking pictures of just sub? So I think the strength is on the relationship that camera, professional camera, has with you know the users over the years. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's very nice, and I'm, I think I've learned something today as well. Yeah. Okay. So um, okay. next question would be. Do you think that mobile photography is a threat to photographers today? No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, because okay. let's start, like let's let's talk a little bit about photography. You right. know, um, photography is not just about taking pictures. You know, because there's there's been advancements in the industry over the years. We've moved from from um, from film cameras to DSRL and now we're moving to mirrorless cameras so you get but all this way it's just like let's say let's use like a singer as an example there will definitely be advancements in their recording um, tools but I don't think their voice will really change you know neither with their style so I don't really see it as a threat these are just changing tools you know the voice like the photography the camera is just a catalyst you know and for people who use, for example, for people who use who uses the phone camera, know their places. They know we've seen a lot of um, um, spaces. We've seen things that these people have not even attempted. Like we've seen type of genres of photography that phone photographers have not attempted. We're still looking to wait for photographers who will go to probably will go to the war and shoot with their phone, or will okay. go to stadium. And shoot with their phone would they go would you go and do white life with your phone mm -hmm. so it's not really a threat like mm -hmm. i said all he, jo all he just did was for the, the common market for the common market he elevated the need the value of of professional okay. cameras yeah. and photographers who use professional camera like people don't just call hire photographers for just taking pictures because they can do that with their phone now but they still hire photographer because there are certain things they cannot achieve with their phone. Wow. So it's not, it's not wow. a threat. That's, that's really insane. And I don't think, yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody like, like just let's look at it from like um, personal perspective. Yeah? I don't mm -hmm. think anybody 
even despite the the whole marketing bra and everything they do with phone technology and everything i don't think anybody wants to start photography uh, let's say they have a budget of a thousand dollars and they will go and get an iphone i don't know which of the iphone sets for a thousand dollars or they will go and get a phone for a thousand dollars no they will still they will it will be wise for them to get a, a camera for six hundred dollar mm-hmm. and start a career on photography so no it's not a threat oh wow that's that's a lot that's a lot to process and i think that's very useful information because a lot of people are not even thinking about all these other categories you mentioned wildlife photography i personally don't think i have seen a wildlife photographer not in this country anyway i know we have uh, okay okay yeah not in nigeria yeah. Because, of course, you first of all think about wildlife system. Mm-hmm. You, know, you think about, so, you don't, of course, you don't want to be a wildlife shoot, uh, photographer in Lagos. Except mm-hmm. you want to be shooting white, just any wild animals, which yeah. probably will include agbarus and every other white oh, human being in Lagos. <laughs> that was mean. That was very mean. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I yeah, totally understand. Yeah, yeah, people are wild everywhere. I totally understand what you mean. Because, but yeah, yeah. So, okay, so I think yeah, what you're trying to say is rather than look at threats or be threatened by something, we should look at opportunities, right? So even though this thing exactly, is there yeah. and it seems like, okay, it may, you know, become a real thing one day, we still have all these opportunities that we haven't even tapped into yet. For us to now feel like you know our careers are over and yeah. everything is up okay, that that makes a lot of sense. I think I I totally understand that. But with evolving, I know you talked about um, that the fact that it's not majorly on the technology of the camera, but I still want us to think about yeah. the technologies, camera technologies. How do you think technology, that yeah. photographers can better position themselves? so that they are still relevant to society, even though cameras are, like phone cameras are evolving. How can photographers, professional photographers, still put themselves in a position that they are relevant to, to everyone around them, to their society? Okay, uh, my, my, my little thoughts on this, or my little advice would be for the photographer to because at every time there will be there will be new there will be there will always be like a new um, a new camera and like an, a new advancement or whatever like mm. in every era. So yeah. for photographers, when it comes because I've seen photographers who still get stopped on film, and mm. like when I when you hear them talk and they don't really have like very solid reason why they are still making images on film, especially mm. when. Like when it's not like an integral part of your style. So I know I understand for photographers who know their style, like being informed by the feel that they get from film or the relationship they already have with film cameras and everything. So, but my advice is nobody should get stuck. Like change, change is constant. So when it happens, get not like make the best use of you know mm-hmm. the cameras or like during evolve. that time. They should get. evolve too. Yeah. So. Exactly. So, and again, I think one thing that should stay, one thing that should remain is your style. You know, the okay. style, the style. Like, that's why I, I use just music because I think that's something that Nigeria really understands a lot. So, we've seen, if, in that sense, that producers, musicians will not always come and talk about it, but I believe the way they recorded 
um, a decade ago is different from the way musicians are recording now. Mm -hmm. There was a point in Nigerian music, if you pay attention, that auto-tune was a thing. Yeah. You know? So yeah. everybody uses auto-tune. Not just in Nigeria, it was like a global thing. And mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. people carried it on their head. And <laughs> they that was like very personal. <laughs> exactly. So, but again, for some... So for, for some very good musicians, that really didn't change. As those equipments change, those recording gears change. They're, these things are always just going to be, they're just going to be catalysts. Mm. Yeah. So you, you make best use of them, you know, when they change. You make best use of what we have at the moment. Yeah. So you just stick to your style. Have a vision as a photographer. You know, as a vision, have a vision. Have drive have something have a purpose i think when you can align this thing like when you are like when you are on your lane yeah. and when you are like tuned to your vision these things will always come and go but it will still stay there so you just use these two best to tell your stories you know you make use you make the best use of them to tell your stories and you adapt when there's a new one you change you evolve along you get but you still keep your story you keep your um you keep your vision. I remember when yeah. they when they newly released the iPhone, and iPhone wanted to like do mad marketing for photographers because mm -hmm. if you go to like their page, if you go to iPhone page on Instagram, post I think basically everything they post there is not really about their technology. It's about phone photography. So yeah. they pick pictures from the shot uh, shot on iPhone hashtag on Instagram. So yeah, they were really pushing it, but. They approached, I remember that time they approached certain photographers like Jeremy Coat and other top photographers that we look up to and they gave them the iPhone and paid them huge money to make images with, with it. And mm. the truth is that they didn't make images, they didn't make like iPhone images, they made the same images they've been making over the years. Yeah. So irrespective of the two, you know, it's still like, it's more like, your, it's still your voice, just the way music, it's your voice. Mm. You know, like just stick to it. They make best use of whatever tool that is, is in vogue or that, that you are comfortable with. Okay. So I think that way photographers like remain relevant because people will not just, people don't want to. Okay, for example, let me use Nigeria industry as a, as a good example. You know, a few years ago, beauty photography like was a thing. Everybody wanted to like retouch, blah, blah, blah. So now it's still the thing, but like there's a little advancement on color grading. So everybody wants their pictures to have certain colors, you know, Mm. People give, um, they pay attention to certain colors over others and blah, blah, blah. That's the old technology around color grading in Photoshop and other softwares you get. So it has defined some styles. You know, it has become like the style of some photographers, but it, that style is at risk. So there's a time that the magazines and the general world, like people who are custodians of these styles, because the moment, the reason why beauty is, like everybody wanted the Photoshop thing was because Vogue magazine and the others, that was the image they were pushing. And everybody yeah. wanted that like perfect look and everything. Mm -hmm. So when it changes, you know, when it changes, that's when we will know if your style were really, if your if it was really your style or if it was just, you know, one technical thing you know. And I don't know how best to put it, but I think when you have like that vision, mm -hmm. you have your purpose, you have you are aligned with things that make you like things that make you you and yeah. you align them things mix like things it's that you really want unique. to do with your photography even even in the commercial world yeah yeah so when you stick to exactly thank you for that word i've been thinking about that word so <laughs> okay. when you stick to things that make you unique the tools will always be a tool so you yeah. use them and they will not really so whether these tools are 
in vogue or not, you will stay relevant. I believe that. Wow, that's that's some serious insight. Thank you so much for that, and that makes so much sense because at the end of the day, it all boils down to your why, your reason, your purpose, you know, your vision. It's everything is you know targeted back to you at yeah. the end of the day. So it will only yeah, affect exactly. you when you want it to affect you or when you decide to change. You know, that's why a lot that's of people don't like me. trends. They don't like things that trend because trends will always be come and go, right? And you don't want to come and go. You want to remain. Go, exactly, so, yeah. Rather than focusing on what's, you know, in vogue right now or what's trendy, you focus on this is who I am. This is the kind of stories I want to tell with my photography. This is the kind of category I'm keeping to. You know, those kind of things. Anything that points to you is what you should be looking at. And in that way, you don't really have any competition because no one can be exactly like you. Exactly. So that makes that makes a lot yeah. of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for exactly, that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know these things. You explain them better. Yeah. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't think I explained them better though. But I'm learning from you right now. I'm no, no, I really think lot. so, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning a whole lot right yeah. now. Okay, so last question. Do you think with all that we yeah. talked about today, do you think there are any upsides to mobile photography? You know, how can photographers still use it to their advantage? Okay, um, I think if if photographers like get to listen to this and they pay attention, because like this is not really new, so it's not something that it's like, oh, this secret is like it's a secret. It's not really a secret. This is like I think it's a common knowledge that that has not been paying attention to. So photographers need to they have the camera and some of them have the best of phones. And they know they know these things, and they understand. Like these things are not things that photographer really we don't really like inform this change. Instead, mm-hmm. we are like recipients of yeah. you know this change, so we see it trending and everything. And but I think photographer can this can help photographer better position themselves in relation with their clients. So clients who are hiring you to use your camera, you know. Because of course you want to get like cameras are very expensive these days on like phone mm-hmm. and these people have phone cameras you don't want to be producing the same result as their phone camera right yes so you get so as a photographer you are in that position where i think even if you are not like interested in the technical part of a camera yeah. well i think photographers should sometimes like just play with it look at what it is there look at like be at the edge like be at the edge of these innovations. Be there. Look at what they are doing. You might not get to use them. I read mm-hmm. tech news not because I read about like tech news. I, I I read releases of cameras and phones not because I want to buy buy them, mm-hmm. but I think it helps when you are like ahead of you know the curve and everything. So I think you can they can learn from this and look at the business world. I mm-hmm. one thing I still think that no photographers photographers are not currently doing is that we are not leveraging photography as mm-hmm. much as other industry it's very funny and it's very tricky to explain that mm-hmm. photography like the number one selling point of phone at the moment is photography is the camera yes exactly so but the money doesn't go to even the founders of photography either mm-hmm. does it go to custodians of the industry but it goes back to 
some tech guy with t-shirts you know <laughs> so but i don't know like it's always very tricky for me to understand for me to explain but i just yeah. believe that photographers are not like leveraging photography because i think it, like we are like self-referential uh, the industry likes like self-referential itself so mm. we always still like go back to us we still want to talk about us so we don't we don't really like look beyond just what we are getting paid for you get yeah. So, but I think we'll get to that point only where we're personally are able to explain it to photographers. Yeah. But I think photographers should look at the industry, and they can learn one or the, one or uh, one thing or two from it, mm-hmm. and okay. yeah, produce better results. Because yeah. I've seen photographers who buy this, who buy camera, they like they improve, they buy better camera, but they still produce the same results. Mm. So, what really changed so in get, that so most situation? Of the time, exactly mm-hmm. so for most of the time when they produce new cameras it's not just for the sake of producing new camera there's one thing that they are pushing technical wise mm-hmm. so photographer can benefit from they don't do these things for they don't do it for beds or they do it for cows they do it for the <laughs> photographers. They don't do it for doctors they don't yeah. do it for politicians they do it for mm-hmm. photographers so i think photographers should sometimes pay attention to the camera read about it i'm talking about nigerian photographers now yeah read about it you know um learn more about your camera build a better relationship with your camera you know mm-hmm. try it mm-hmm. use your phone look at the limit and everything so yeah, yeah i think it will, it will better their craft yeah mm-hmm. and one one thing which you mentioned earlier which i really like is experimentation so you know a phone is like a mini camera yeah. now so at times when you're not able to always take your your professional yes. camera out you can experiment with your phone you can try out you know exactly. they have a lot of even exactly. um, photo editing apps on phones try out different light sources see how things interact try out all this photo detection uh, and one issue i even always have with um, phone or what you call it, mobile photography is fading out objects so i have that major issue with i mean with a professional camera it won't be an issue but with mobile photography maybe i haven't and i always feel like yeah. okay, i haven't studied it enough that's something to learn and i feel when we learn so when, when you mean fedia do you do you sorry sorry do you mean like blurring out the yes the yes, background yes, or what yes blurring out the background okay yes so i've always had okay depth of it i've always uh, had this yeah, that I think, I think, but for a, yeah. a professional camera i don't think that would be an issue so just studying these different things, trying out stuff on mobile, you know, and just like you said too, even for professional cameras, read on different features. Find out, okay, if there's an upgrade, what exactly are they trying yeah. to do with that upgrade and is it successful? Because I mean, even exactly. user feedback will definitely be good to the camera manufacturers. I truly believe that. Yeah, manufacturers, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you so much for that. So um, at this point, yeah, we've come to the end of this interview. And I just want to ask, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I, I would say the camera as a tool, as a catalyst is important. Uh, but I think your eye as a photographer is important as, uh, as Nigeria will put it. <laughs> it's important, yeah, so, like, get better at both yeah okay. so if you can get better at those get better at using at using your tool 
you know, get better at making best of it to tell your story. At the same time, build your eyes. Build, because like photography is an eye. The eye makes up the photographer. Build the eye, the eye to see outside and the eye to like see inside. Mm-hmm. Because that's where, the, the, like that connection, the eye is like in between. You'll be able to pick things from inside that interest you and being able to project them to things outside, you know. So I think photographers should master the both. We are all in this journey. Well, so, oh, yeah. yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Thank you so much for that, Charles. So for You're those welcome. of you who haven't already, please go and follow Charles on Instagram at um, Charles Merritt One. So that's C-H-A-R-L-E-S-1. Yes. Thank you so much again, Charles. I think I have learned a lot personally from this interview. And I know whoever is listening to this is also going to learn a whole lot.